0: Hey everyone, welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts.
1: And I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time.
0: Hmm. You know what we're almost at the end of,
1: though? This episode?
0: Yeah, actually, the episode's going to be over in exactly two minutes. Get ready. Here we go. In three, two... One. So in this episode what happens? At, okay, could you imagine if I just like <laughs> did like a speed run of this whole episode? No, we're actually almost at the end of 1931 and you can tell because this scene is Agents of Shield season 7, episode 2, but we're starting at minute 2302 and we're going to end at 2409. So we're basically at the halfway point of this episode right now. So James, here's exactly what happens in this episode. Hit me. Well, I don't think we need to get to violence yet. I
1: want you to hit me as hard as you can.
0: Okay. This seems, I don't like this energy. So I'm (laughs) just going to tell you this part. So Mac tells Freddy to let him inspect the bottles. Freddy says, and get me killed? I deliver open bottles. And what does that say about me? Uh, Never mind that Deke and Mac have already opened nearly half of these (laughs) bottles earlier. It's a little too late for that. And also, I want to point out real quick, he did also open one of the bottles to put the little violin to So, you know, right. his whole thing is just his logic is all out the window yeah, or exactly. out the train, uh, train huh? car. So uh, Mac then asks why he isn't curious. And Freddie says, curious will get you killed faster than trust. Honest to God, that is like a T-shirt or a bumper sticker or something for like a band for sure. Yeah. Curious will get you killed faster than trust. There are yeah. so many like two thousands pop punk bands that like, like yeah. to have really long like titles Boys
1: night out song. Like, uh, I got punched in the face for sticking my nose into someone else's business. Yes. Sort like of every of- <laughs> time
0: there's a song that has like a sentence, like that is one of them right there. Yeah. Um, anyway, like get starts like make a circle. Let's go. Right. Deke says that they should just get it over with ripples, not waves. Hmm? Mac tells Freddie, no one will ever know and makes him move. He and Deke begin looking through the bottles, and then there's the classic Foley sound of a gun cocking. The two turn around slowly to find Freddy with a pistol trained on them. Like I said, I can't let you do that. Put the gun down, Freddy. You need to listen to your friend here. You let me do my job, and we can all go home. So it's a very fast scene Mm -hmm. uh, in the long scheme of things. Uh, a lot of accusations, a lot of, you know, lines and ideas of I, we're all not saying something to each other that right. like could change things very drastically. Uh, and uh, then now we're in a situation where they're being held hostage. Luckily, he didn't say, don't talk or I'll shoot you. Right. Because <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> well, <what are> you- <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Mac. Mac is down. Oh, God. Deke is down. And now that social media thing that he made will never be made. Actually, yeah, I, I will say of the two of them, well, we'll Deke would them definitely get shot first.
1: Right. I mean, except for in this situation. This situation feels like maybe,
0: but I mean, yeah. Deke like Deke likes to run his mouth. That's true. Much like a train. No, but oh, honestly, mm-hmm. nothing to really research there. There's nothing historically yep. going on there. Yep. So the only thing that we have, James, is a who's Freddy? Yay! Because Freddy's in this scene. So let's Absolutely. cue up that theme music right. Now, who's Freddy? All right, James, this Fred was a family man for a number of years before striking it out on his own for a short period. This silver fox wasn't named after the actor who portrayed him, but rather after the actor's brother, who died seven years before the premiere of this television program. Now, I don't know how much else I can say without giving it away, but I will also let you know it was an iconic character for sure, as he was marked down in the TV Guide Top 100 Characters of All Time, as of 1999, when the TV Guide was still relevant. So, James, <sighs> who's Freddy?
1: All right, Silver Fox, Family Man. Oh. No? No. I'd like one more hint, if you can give me one.
0: You know, I will say, I don't know much about his career, honestly, outside of this character. But this character might have salvaged his career, which is interesting, considering the show is just nothing but a lot of junk.
1: So there's a Sanford and Son? Is it Sanford and Son?
0: Fred was Sanford. The, was
1: it Fred Sanford? Wow. Huh. Because that was Red Fox. Damn it. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> I felt Very good. good about that one. Very good. The fact that he wah, had gray wah, wah. hair, and I was like, "Yep, exactly." Yep. I was like, "I could play your the theme good. song." It's like, but just you two know, notes, bump bump, is a meal going to be like? You oh. know
1: what's funny is when you said uh something something salvage. I was like, "Huh?" But then I was like, "No, it was Sanford. His name was Sanford." <laughs> I didn't. Well, excellent, excellent job. You stumped me.
0: I did, and also what? like the striking out on his own. There was just Sanford at some point.
1: Was it really for two years? But that wasn't Fred Sanford. That was probably the son,
0: right? No, it was. It was about Fred. Sa- so it was Sanford and the Son, and then just Sanford. Sanford premiered in March 1980 as a mid-season replacement. Damon Wilson refused to reprise his role as Fred's son Lamont. Uh, right. His absence was explained by having Lamont away working on the Alaska pipeline, so it was about Fred and I, I guess with, with uh, without son basically his son hmm. heading off to do stuff. Um, Interesting. Fred's new hmm. business partner uh, was Cal Peaty, who was Dennis Berkeley, an overweight white Southerner, originally from Texas, and a generally optimistic attitude and jovial demeanor. Huh.
1: well, excellent job, Colin. Excellent Thanks. job. Yeah. If I may transition us from one TV program to, to another, another TV, TV program. Absolutely. Yeah. We're gonna be doing, I believe, if I'm not incorrect, this is the last episode of TV of 1931. Oh, cool. So we're we're sort of in the like, you know, getting down there near the end of the of the of the year and we're getting into some other media here. Mm-hmm. So this is an this is a TV show called Television Today because again it was very early so they just named things the things that they were Uh however and if you're wondering was this on experimental mechanical television station w2xab also known you know which would become (laughs) cbs yes it was of course so it was also known as looking at television which is a a worse title if you ask me it featured charles e butterfield who gave a series of talks it literally lasted for four episodes colin um (laughs) August twenty first, twenty eighth, September fourth, and September eleventh, nineteen thirty one. Thanks. It literally doesn't say what they were basically like educational monologues for fifteen minutes, and on these, th- this information I have is what happened before and after. So, it aired at nine p.m., preceded by a play titled "Hawaiian Shadows," and followed by a demonstration of television by Lighthouse for the Blind. That was this the the debut episode. Wow. The the um the next one was preceded by the Irwin, tri- Irwin trio and followed by How the Blind See. Hmm. So they it's like a part two, I guess. Um, then we had some pantomimes by Grace Voss um, and Tenor Elliot Jaffe.
0: That's not made for the blind.
1: Nope. And uh, the final episode was preceded by Vocal Trio. That is all that we get about them, and followed by magician Richard Kenny. This is television today. I'm going to say it sounds to me like uh, if SNL monologues were just TED Talks and there were no sketches. And they basically had variety show stuff before and after, like, ladies and gentlemen, The Weekend only it's, ladies and gentlemen, magician Richard Kenny.
0: (laughs) Well, James, thank you so much. I've enjoyed the music. I've enjoyed the television so I'm really interested to see where you're going to go for the remaining. Hang on. Let me do some quick math. This is uh, 11 episodes.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I
0: think that's yeah. pretty much it. So why don't you give a recommendation maybe?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me recommend to you a podcast on the network called The Lost Years. Oh. Um, they're a great the Two two amazing hosts who always run a tight ship on their show mm-hmm. until one day they gave up the <laughs> reins to their show and some wildness happened. Um I think this comes out after that, somewhat after About, that. Like last weeks. week uh, yeah. or two weeks ago, uh, there was a scavenger scramble where Colin and I took over uh, the last years. And listen, Tay and Sid rule, Colin and I rule on sort of a a, a separate hierarchy of the of of ruling um go check them out they are a 90s nostalgia sort of retrospective podcast uh currently going through boy meets world um learning lessons making making memories and remembering memories that we already made Mm. um because that's what nostalgic is what is nostalgia but memories persisting
0: huh oh that's a couple of hundred years, I think, ahead of where we're going to... I think you're right. we yeah, get absolutely. to that moment.
1: Um, but that, exactly. that will pay off many years from yeah. now. You you may not get it, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> okay, so...
0: I You so. know, I got to say, I really appreciate that. There's a couple of different references, specifically from back to the future that you and i put in every single thing that we do basically
1: (laughs) absolutely absolutely well we're in a time i'm interested to see if they if they fall off when we don't do when we aren't doing time travel stuff anymore like when we're in captain america
0: i think we will because there's something funny to us specifically when we do the thing of like hey it's me uh Captain South America, it's like you know that new, you know, nationalistic thing you're listening for, or looking for. Well, listen to this, and then it's just the man with a plan playing in yeah, the background. Just, yeah, it's just exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, hey, but that's gonna do it for this episode of Timeline Scavengers. We're arguing on a train. Are they gonna open the bottles they already opened? Are they gonna not open the bottles they already opened? Is Freddie gonna shoot Mac first or Deek first? We'll find out later. For now, I am James Anderson.
0: And for now, I'm Colin Parker, subject of change.
1: Oh, I like that. That's a good disclaimer. And for always, Excelsior. Hey, Hey, James. What are you watching? Newsies. Oh, I love that movie. What minute are you on? What? What minute are you on? I think my favorite minute is probably minute 37. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just watching the movie. You know there's a way more intense way to watch Newsies. There is? Absolutely. Watch it minute by minute along with Newsies Minute.
0: Oh, you mean the new podcast on the Scavengers Network.
1: Yep. The one that we're the hosts of. Uh, well... Well, well, yeah.
0: That sounds awesome. When do new episodes come out? Every weekday. Now that's good news. Newsies Minute. So come for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.